welcome to the Happy and Human Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Seema Desai, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Dinesh Mawani. We're a dentist and attorney duo and are both certified coaches who specialize in performance and success coaching. In the Happy and Human Podcast, we dive into the philosophies, strategies, and tools that help us live happier, healthier, or productive lives that lead to our highest successes, all while creating a deep sense of fulfillment and joy. Welcome to our show. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Happy and Human Podcast. My name is Dinesh Malwani. I'm your co-host, and here with me is my amazing co-host, Dr. Seema Desai. How are you today, Seema? I'm great. I'm excited to be here, as always. Yeah, love it. And we've got a terrific episode planned out today. What are we talking about today? Complacency. I like that we're talking about this because we talked about in our previous episode yeah. about we mentioned the the growth. And the discomfort, sort of, we touched on that. Yeah. So I want to, I'm so excited to dive in with you and pick this apart and expand it so that our listeners can sort of get a better grasp on what it is that we're we're talking about. Complacency and how it actually takes away from our success. Yeah, absolutely. It's a topic I'm really excited about. So last episode, you might remember we we shared a little story about growth when it comes to kids, right? You know, Mm -hmm. if you have a child, you know that you've got to enjoy the five-year-old, because once the five-year-old is gone, never get him back or never get her back. It's a six-year-old. Same with a six-year-old and a seven-year-old. And then we touched upon, you know, as adults, when did we stop growing? When did last year become the same as this year? And when is next year going to be the same as this year? And we wanted to elaborate a little bit about that and really touch on the mechanism that leads us to that, right? And as Seema sort of alluded to earlier, it really comes down to complacency. And complacency is another way, it's a fancy way, it's a big way of saying, choosing comfort over discomfort, actively, Mm -hmm. deliberately choosing it. Um, And for a lot of us, you know, we've achieved a lot, we've gone to school, we have nice jobs, we might have high incomes, nice home, a couple of nice vacations, a couple of cars, and then we aren't growing anymore. And we might have feelings of, like, you know, feeling like I'm stuck, I'm not going anywhere. I think today we want to dive into to all of that, right, Seema? Absolutely. This is like, I feel like you're describing what was the catalyst for me to jump ship from doctoring to coaching and podcasting and all the things. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really, you know, tiny. It's a list nuanced think type of thing we want to talk about in that when we go through our days, when we're unknowingly or unconsciously choosing to avoid short-term discomfort because let's be honest sameness and comfort is what our primitive brain likes it's what we seek out it keeps us safe it keeps us coddled and so when we think about doing something new putting ourselves out there trying something again for example that mm-hmm. didn't work out we're quick to get to the the conclusion oftentimes that well, I, I did that before. It didn't quite work out. I'm not going to try it again. And you know, there are really two types of discomfort. Discomfort that serves us and discomfort that doesn't serve us. And we really want to think about why we should choose discomfort over comfort as we're going through our days. 
it resonates so deeply. During my private coaching sessions, what I really love to do is do this assessment of Mm -hmm. my client's energy and how they show up. And when I say energy, their thoughts, right? And the analogy I use is complacency that we talked in the last episode about the varying shades of fear. Mm -hmm. So anything from dis-ease, anger, blame, shame, frustration, all the way up to straight out fear, any of that range of lower emotion, lower energetic emotions is like a thorn in your side. Mm -hmm. And you, you sort of, after, after a while, you get used to that thorn being there and you sort of learn to move so that you don't agitate that thorn, right? You kind of Mm -hmm. meander around it because the, the discomfort being there actually becomes a source of comfort. You're Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. used to that being there versus if you pull it out, now you have to learn how to be without that there. And sometimes it's really easy. And sometimes it's the brain tells you like, oh, this is uncomfortable. And, and so it's better to just stay where you are and keep that thorn right back where it is. Yeah. We learn to tolerate discomfort. And so we really have a choice in that. That's a beautiful analogy is to tolerate the discomfort or the thorn of the thorn or to endure short-term discomfort that stretches you, but removes the thorn and propels you forward, right? right. Those are the two types of things. And we, we've got to get a grasp on this, in my opinion, because that type of confusion is the difference between success and failure. It's the difference between living with the thorn or living with the thing that, that is not ideal or is uncomfortable or holding you back or mustering up the courage, pulling the thorn out so right. you can move forward. And one thing I want to share is that, you know, comfort and discomfort are two sides of the same coin, the same exact coin. And if you choose comfort today, then the other side of the coin means you'll have to endure discomfort later on. But if you intentionally choose discomfort today, or if you lean into it, the other side of the coin is comfort, and that will come later mm-hmm. on. And, and a lot of social media gurus and other people will talk about hard days make for easier tomorrows, right? Or easy today make for harder tomorrows or things like that. So let's get into a little bit about choosing comfort and discomfort. But how about a couple of reasons first as to why we should choose discomfort over comfort? How about we just paint a picture? This actually was an experience I had this morning. So every morning, my goal is to wake up early so that I can meditate and then hopefully have time to get in a yoga practice before the kids wake up and then I start my day with them. So every morning, I have a choice when the alarm goes off. And the mornings that I choose to stay in bed because it's cold outside, because I didn't sleep as well, whatever the reason... Then everything gets pushed back. So I'm choosing that temporary comfort of the bed over then when I wake up, immediately my hyperachiever brain is like, oh, well, you didn't meditate. Mm. Now, you know, da, 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 da. Mm. My brain is pointing out all the ways I've already quote unquote failed before I've even gotten out of bed or maybe as I'm brushing my teeth, it's been like five minutes of me waking up versus the mornings where I say, I'm waking up with the alarm or before the alarm and I'm going to get out of bed Yep. and I'm going to move through my day. It feels awful because I'm tired and I did all these reasons why I could just stay in bed and I move through it. Yeah. But then once I get going and it's like, Oh, I, I meditated and now I'm ready to do my yoga practice. And now the kids are awake. 
but mm-hmm. I've already filled mm-hmm. my cup and yeah. now I'm serving from an overflowing cup. Yeah. And so now the way I show up with them is totally different. The mom mm-hmm. who stayed in bed is already in scarcity mindset and is like, oh, kids, hurry up. Da, 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 da. Why don't you, why aren't you ready yet? Why aren't you this? Let's get going. It's late. We're, you're not going to have enough time to eat. That's how I'm helping them start their day or not helping. Yeah. Yeah. Versus the the mom that has already moved through the discomfort. And now the rest of the day is easeful, right? I'm connected yeah. with the kids. And if they're taking a little bit longer, I can connect through play and say, yeah. oh no, let's get this done. It's a totally different person. So Absolutely. you're picking comfort, yeah. long-term discomfort, and then the guilt or yeah. the beating yourself up that comes with that or the other. Comfort provides, it might provide temporary relief from the the discomfort of getting out of bed, but it doesn't offer long-term benefits. And by choosing the discomfort today, and I love that analogy and we'll keep using it, by choosing the discomfort to get out of the bed, you're growing yourself, you're pushing, you're overcoming any barriers that might be holding you back from a context of success or putting yourself out there or trying something new. But also importantly, like you mentioned, Simpa, you're building resilience. Mm -hmm. You're teaching yourself how to cope with adversity uh, when you face cha- challenges, um, you're you're teaching yourself how to adapt and find new solutions. And most importantly, I think choosing that discomfort right then and there helps build empathy, right? Discomfort yes. can help you understand and relate to others that are going through difficult experiences and teach you how to be have how to have compassion and then strengthen your relationship with not only yourself but other people. So I totally agree. Anytime that we feel that we're making a choice based on temporary relief, temporary ease, temporary comfort, oftentimes um, we're sabotaging or eliminating the long-term benefits that can stem from making the opposite side of that. Absolutely. We also mentioned in the previous episode that the more you, you, and you said it here too, resilience, I believe, and Dinesh, I know you subscribe to the same thing. When you are coming from a place of self-mastery, life is easy. But to get to that point, you have to sort of move through that thick peanut butter sort of resistance Mm -hmm. to get there, right? So once you build that resilience, then getting out of bed is very easeful. It's an easy decision because you can already, your brain already knows and is wired to see the benefit, the positive, instead of focusing on all the reasons you should not. So I want to encourage people to, we're not saying life is hard. We're not saying that it should feel hard or that you didn't earn it. If you aren't bleeding, sweating, crying, and out of breath, what we're saying is there's power in creating awareness around, am I being complacent and wanting to stick to, as the Indian uncles say, comfortable, Yeah, (laughs) you know, or are you intentionally choosing the discomfort rooted in that longer game, that deeper purpose that is making it more useful? It's going to be easier to make that tougher decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, in, in some ways, discomfort is all is, is almost the DNA or building blocks of, of our dreams. And you know, in the last episode, we talked about making your dreams bigger than your fears, right? Mm-hmm. And when when you think about discomfort being the building block or the DNA of your dreams, it means to achieve your dreams, you've got to step outside of your comfort zone. You have to embrace discomfort. It's a, there's a price to pay for it in that you have to take risks. We have to face our fears. We have to push through difficult challenges. 
and be willing to embrace the discomfort of of even hard work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, required to achieve our goals and invest in our future. And again, like we said earlier, like I said earlier, choosing that today will make life appear to be easier because you're growing, you're expanding, you're building resilience, you're overcoming your fears. Mm-hmm. And too often I have conversations with people that avoid that. They might say things like, it's pretty good. Why should I continue to grow? Why should I push myself outside of my comfort zone? And I think that 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 type of approach just guarantees that the other side of the coin, which is discomfort, will be experienced later on, which is kind of circular, but it makes life harder later. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, a basic tenant or a common denominator of, of, of most human existence is living to your full expression, your right. full human expression. And when I hear people say that I feel stuck. I think l- largely it's because we're not challenging ourselves. Right. It's exactly ourselves. what happened to me. I, you yeah. know, I checked everything off and then I was like, why do I feel? And then you get angry. You're like, why do I feel like I'm unfulfilled? It made me feel ungrateful. Right. Like I was totally judging myself when I was sitting here seeing patients, husband seeing patients. We've got everything, you know, squared away. Why do I feel so? unfulfilled. I should be grateful. I should, whatever. Why rock the boat? I mean, that's the other thing. Why rock the boat? Why would I try to do something different? Because it's pretty good here. And if you think about what's coming to mind for me is verse 247 from the Gita. Mm -hmm. It's a whole interesting, you know, whether you follow Hinduism or not, whether you follow Vedanta or not, it's a beautiful story because the idea for those of you who are not familiar is Arjun, who's this prince, is fighting for righteousness, but he's fighting against um, his grandfather, his cousins, his Mm -hmm. teachers, all these people and these men that he doesn't want to fight, but they've sided with untruth, anyai, right? And Mm -hmm. and asatya. And so he has, you know, he's got this moment of like, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm about to start this war. I might be killed. Why would I do that? Right. And he t- justifies to Krishna, his charioteer, all these reasons mm-hmm. why he shouldn't fight. Yeah. And they're all about, val- and I'm reading like chapter one, and it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Your brain will justify comfort. Yeah, absolutely. The brain likes sameness. Um, Bra- it yeah. likes to stay in the cave. It yeah. wants to keep us safe and coddled. Yeah. And anytime you step out of that cave, the brain will justify that there, there are things out here. We're talking about the cave. We're talking about the primitive brain. But what does that look like in real life? It's people will judge me. I might make a financial mistake. I might um, bring embarrassment or shame to my family. Mm -hmm. Those are the modern day equivalents of, you know, all of the the fears that our brain have been programmed to to deal with. Right. Even self, self self-fear, self-judgment, like we all have those friends, right. That are, or friends, family members, even Mm -hmm. that every day choose the comfort of not working out yeah. the comfort of eating fast food the comfort of whatever and you know i've talked to a lot of people about this and it's like well yeah but i'm going to go out and run and i'm going to think about like what happens for me is oh i go out and run and i remind myself how i used to be able to do this so easily and now i can't and i you know all the self judgment insert mm-hmm. self judgment self judgment self judgment right. And so what that does is prevent them from going out and doing more of it, the thing that's going to actually help them. 
and yeah. it keeps them in the hole. Right, right. And it leads to complacency. Yeah. And it, and it leads to a lack of progress. And while we might say it in, in a half a breath, complacency and lack of progress, the, the real impact of the lack of, compla- of the complacency and lack of progress is that it starts to diminish our confidence to try different things. And right. we start to rationalize our fears. We start to justify why it doesn't make sense for us to try new things. It doesn't exactly. make sense to push us. Well, not today. That, that didn't work out. I tried it before. It didn't work out. And I think that in that, over a long mm-hmm. enough time, is where you can really start to feel that you're not making progress. You're stuck. Right. What are some things that we can share with the listeners that, that you and I actively practice and that we do to push ourselves to embrace discomfort and to tame the complacency that we so easily can, can fall into? Well, two things come to mind. The first thing for me, and we've talked about this on multiple episodes now, is the power of creating awareness. Awareness for when you are in complacency, when you are being fearful, whatever, whatever shade of fear that looks like to take action. And the second thing is I mentioned earlier and I got sidetracked, but it was verse 247, which was that we as humans have the right to action, but we don't have the right to the fruits of that that action, whatever Mm -hmm. that action is. We Mm -hmm. don't have, essentially you can take action, but you don't have control over what will happen. As Krishna is advising Arjun to actually choose temporary discomfort, what he's offering is your job is to fight. You don't yeah. have any control over the outcome of this war. And then the kicker is, he says, you do not attach yourself to the fruits of those actions. So when you decide to take an action, like I'm going to get up and run, you don't do it because you're like, oh, because I'm going to look really good in that bathing suit in a few in a few months, right? Yeah. Like. That's not why you're doing that. Importantly, don't attach yourself to inaction, complacency. Right. Because when you attach yourself to complacency, that's where growth goes to die. And when right. growth goes to die, so does your potential. So does your happiness. So does yeah. your success. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to share some concrete examples for our listeners so they can understand how we apply this in our lives. And, and to start with, everything that is, is your favorite now, your favorite dish, your favorite person, your favorite app, your favorite song is something that you took a chance on. Like, let's say you like Penang chicken, you're, you're a Thai foodie. There was a time where you didn't, have, you didn't know what Penang chicken was. Someone told you about it and you said, let me try it. And it became your favorite. And so it isn't like you were saying from the Gita, it isn't about identifying with definitiveness, the area that you want to push yourself in, right? Like, I need to know what area is going to reap the most benefits for me that I do it. What I'm trying to communicate or share is that trying anything new will have the same effect as trying something that you have spent a lot of time on to deliberately come up with and have decided that this is the area that you want to push yourself in. I don't think that's needed. I think trying anything new on a regular basis have the same effect because you're building the confidence in yourself. Right. You're building the resiliency. You're learning to overcome the fears and you're growing and changing. One of the things I have started to do is to challenge myself with a new physical challenge every quarter. I just try something new. And whether I'm interested in achieving peak physical prowess or not is completely irrelevant. 
to the actual challenge because I feel the benefits in every area of my life, right? right? How you do something is how you do everything. So I would encourage everyone to just try a new challenge, whether it's learn a new language, try taking up bowling, try to do a physical challenge, try to learn cooking something new. All of that will have the same effect as it pervades throughout your life because it'll keep complacency at bay. It'll teach you how to manage your mind. It's all stems to who you will become from going through that challenge. Cold plunging does the same thing, right? Yeah. And, and as far as learning a new language, I feel a little silly because yep. I didn't know about Duolingo, but that's mm. it's amazing. We're, the kids are having fun with it. I'm having fun with it. And it's been really, it's, it's been interesting to see the growth in, in, in that. So, yeah. Yeah. And if you think about it, if you think about any time in your life where you're really proud of yourself, like, mm -hmm. you know, we could think about going through school, med school, taking the bar, getting a promotion or something. It all came mostly on the other side of discomfort, right? It all came from the other side of challenging ourselves. I believe that it doesn't matter how you challenge yourself. But if you challenge yourself repeatedly and intentionally, you're going to keep complacency at bay. You're going to bring progress into your life. And that will push you towards your ultimate dreams and goals by helping you evolve in who you need to be to take on more challenges right. and, and be successful. And your brain is going to tell you all the reasons, again, why not? As soon as you start to push on that pedal. Your brain is going to do exactly what it's supposed to do and pipe up and say like, yeah. oh, but this is why you should stay, 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 stay. And that's where I feel like reading, like learning of any sort, whether it's podcasts like this one or reading books or surrounding yourself with other people who refuse to be complacent, it can really, energy is shared. Yeah. And so when you surround yourself in that energy, even if you've never done it before, Essentially, what will happen is your brain will start to release some of that. It's it's going to become either more uncomfortable to stay in the comfort, or you're going to just naturally release it and start to elevate. So, absolutely, all great tips, Dinesh. I really like the, the move the needle. Essentially, is what I heard you say, right? Even if it's just take a different way home. Exactly. Even if it's just challenging your biases, right? Yeah. Let's say you have a bias against conferences. Go to a conference. Let's say you have a bias against speaking first speak first. Let's say that you love reading fiction. Pick up a nonfiction book. You're seeing us do it. The podcast is an example of how we're stretching ourselves. We're challenging ourselves. As we sit here recording this episode, we haven't launched yet. And we've been thinking about this podcast for a long time. And we're, we're hoping that you will be listening to this podcast and it will be launched. But it's also teaching us how to evolve, how to develop communication skills, how to build resilience and sticking with something. And so for, for today, what uh, I'd like to leave everyone with is take one deliberate action that is outside of your comfort zone, whether it's going for a walk, trying something new, reading a new book, listening to a podcast, booking a conference, even calling someone like your mom and your dad that you've never said, I love you to call them up and say, I love you, or tell a stranger something that you appreciate about them or their appearance or something. All of that will make you grow and will keep that complacency and that I'm stuckedness. That's a new word. I just in invented it. I'm stuckedness feeling at bay because I promise you, I promise you, you will be proud of yourself as you take that step out of that cave. And on that note, we cannot wait to hear all the different ways you guys are 
keeping yeah. complacency at bay, tell us, reach out to us on social media. You can find us on Instagram. Our handles will be in, in the show notes, but reach out to us. Tell us exactly all of your successes, all of your learnings that you're having from deciding to move the needle and do something new. Absolutely. Awesome episode, Seema. So until next time, we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for your support. It means a lot. And we will be back with you next week. See you guys. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.